Welcome to the first episode, hopefully not the last, of The Practical Scouter. My name is Greg, I am joined by Jeff and Jay, and we are three scouters out of Western Connecticut who have been having discussions for years about things about scouting that are important to us. We're all leaders in various capacities, and the more we have these conversations, the more we realize that we should probably let other people in on them because we think they're interesting, and we, we hope you think they are too. We're not here to tell you what to do or tell you the right way to do things or the wrong way to do things. It's really more about sharing our experiences and sharing ideas, and that's really what uh, that's all. this is all about, is um, to learn from each other and understand um, how scouting works, how scouting doesn't work, and, you know, the more we know, the more things we can learn from each other, the better we'll all be at this and at leading our youth and helping them. As we all know, every scout deserves a trained leader. Every scout also deserves an informed leader. And that's the idea here is to, to be informed by each other. So um, we'll start with me, I guess. Uh, we'll do some quick introductions. My name is Greg. I've been a scouter for about 10 years now. Everything from a den leader and a cub master to uh, an assistant scoutmaster. I'm now a committee chair of a troop, a troop of about 20 boys. Um, I'm also a roundtable commissioner. I run our roundtables. And from that perspective, I hear a lot of feedback from a lot of people about ways they're doing things, things they want to know more about um, when they feel like they're not informed about things and looking for new opportunities. So I feel like I have a good perspective on on maybe some things that, that scouters wish they knew but didn't know how to ask for. So that, that's sort of my motivation for being here and being part of this, aside from spending time with my friends, of course. So uh, I'll pass the baton to one of my friends here. Jay, go for it. Okay, I'm Jay. Um, I've been doing scouting as an adult for close to 25 years. I've uh, been a scoutmaster, um, been a district committee chair, uh, been on our council executive board for probably 17, 18 years and had a number of different jobs, uh, FOS uh, chair, popcorn colonel, youth protection champion. Um, I'm currently the council vice president for membership and having a great time. And I'm also active at uh, my district level and uh, pretty involved, plus uh, help form a number of uh, girl troops in our council and also in our town. So I've been uh, involved with uh, those programs also. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I don't know if there's anyone around that could dispute it. Hi, I'm Jeff. I've been uh, scouting as an adult for my for my sons for uh, something less than you, Greg, right? Maybe eight years, nine years, something like that. Greg was the uh, Cub Master like year two, I think, when I when I was in the pack. But both of you forgot in your resume to talk. Uh, I don't think either one of you mentioned your wood badge experience, right? Greg, you're on staff this year, and uh, uh, Jay, you're a you're a former course director. I'm a I'm a course mentor Co this year. Yeah, the former former course director did a course of uh, 2011. Right. And it, so uh, yeah, been. Uh, I'm been sure in one of that. these. You can tell us all about the hurricane during your wood badge course at one of these podcasts, right? Oh, yes. It, it, so always Jay, <laughs> Jay is the mentor for many, many, many of us. So I'm a, I'm a, in, in my current scouting job, I'm the primarily at the unit level assistant cub master for 
uh, a pack. I was a Cubmaster for two years prior to that, two years, three years maybe prior to that. So I'm backing up the new guy now, and I'm very excited about that. He's he's great. I have a district membership chairman role. I uh, am also heavily involved with the Wood Badge program. Uh, I have two sons in the program currently. Uh, my my older son, 14 years old, is in the troop, and my younger son, 10, who is just crossing over, right in the middle of you know as as we're recording this the uh, the, the the virtual world of uh, scouting and COVID and whatnot. So I'm sure we'll talk all about the, the fun things that we're having there. So that's that's sort of my scouting uh, resume. Uh, I look to the the other two guys on this podcast, Greg and Jay, uh, as 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 mentors and leaders, and they're just both great guys. So most of my experience has been in the Cub world, Cub and 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 Wood Badge. Were you uh, either either Jeff or Greg? Were you scouts as a uh, youth? Um, this, this, this is Greg. I was a cub, and I have my hour of light. I have it proudly displayed on my uh, as a nod on my adult uniform. But where I grew up, for whatever reason, um, once you crossed over and you got your hour of light, you were you were done. You graduated, and I honestly don't know to this day if that was because we didn't have a a good succession plan in town, or if that was my parents doing. Going, yep, that's enough. Okay, we've had it. But I, uh, I, I ended as a cub, and I, I, now that I see what my son is experiencing as a Boy Scout, I, I wish I'd taken advantage of the opportunity as a youth to be part of this program. Oh, see, now you got to write, make a note. That's a future, uh, future podcast about Weebelows to Scout Transition, right? Mm-hmm. So those youth don't That's get dropped yeah. off, right? So for whatever reason, there was not some troop that just didn't just snatch you up and say, oh, nope, we got to have him in the, in the troop. So that's a future uh, that's a future episode for me, Jay. To answer your question, uh, a couple of years as a youth, I was involved. Believe it or not, my first invitation to join scouting was to join the local troop to go on a 50 miler on uh, Anderson Glacier in the Olympic Mountains. So they just said, "Hey, why don't you come along?" And so that was my very first scouting experience, and I survived. Um, you know, looking back, that's probably wasn't the wisest decision that those leaders did at the time. But I think it was maybe 14 years, 14. So I have a couple of years as a youth. And then, of course, you get into high school and then you get other distractions and whatnot. So that's my scouting experience as a as a youth. Mm, that's great. I uh, I lasted about three weeks, maybe made it to the fourth week of Cub Scouts. Um, but I couldn't wait to join Boy Scouts. Uh, so the minute I turned 11, I joined the, the Boy Scout troop and stayed involved um, past my 18th birthday, as I recalled. Um, made it to life. Very proud. Um, some regrets, but not much you can do about it of not going on to Eagle. But I had the opportunity, and it was. I remember. I remember very distinctly. It was my choice. Uh, very actively involved in the Order of the Arrow uh, at the time. I was actually uh, lodge chief for a while in southern New Jersey, and uh, a couple of the older scouts and myself put together an explorer post when we uh, got a little bit bored at the troop meetings. So uh, we did that for a while too, which probably explains that when my son was of the age to join Cub Scouts, I didn't have any particular enthusiasm until it was explained to me that in our town, and we were in northern New Jersey at that time, is, well, 
if you want to join Boy Scouts, you must join Cub Scouts. And I said, okay. And my son loved it. He had a great time. Uh, and uh, But I didn't get actively involved until he got involved with the troop. Jay, that's so interesting to hear because I, I didn't know that part of your background at all. Um, and I had just assumed that you had been an active scouter from the time you were six years old with that tiger patch on <laughs> until now. B- because of how much you've given yourself you know, now to this program. I mean, clearly, clearly all Thank three you. of us see so much value in, in this, what it's given to our kids, what it's given to ourselves. Definitely. Definitely. My, my son made it to Eagle Scout uh, long out of the program, um, although he just had two twin daughters, uh, our first grandchildren, so those are future Cub Scouts and probably future Eagle Scouts, too. And my daughter was a venturer for a while, uh, and she enjoyed the program, too. And it's kind of the right place at the right time and you know, what works for your kids. It, it, it absolutely is. I know the program has been amazing for my son, who is a, um, a, the spitting image of me in, in terms of being quiet and reserved and shy. And the program has given him the leadership, the character development, all those things that, that we, we want our kids to, to gain and that you can't force down their throats no matter how hard you want to try to do that. Yeah, for me, for me and my sons, it, it, uh, I was looking for a, a framework, a moral and ethical framework for to help me right with some of these golden rule kinds of concepts and whatnot and uh, my neighbor was involved a year ahead of me and it just there was a light bulb that clicked and said oh hey look there's this is a really cool moral and ethical and character development kind of framework that I don't have to really think much about it's more or less scripted out for me right so that that was a huge driver for me getting him involved younger and when my older son started uh there both of them actually there was the lions program so they both went in as well my older son started as a wolf in second grade and my my younger son started in uh in first grade as a tiger and then i think two years after that the lion program came came around plus or minus don't don't, yeah interesting don't quote me on that but it feels like that (laughs) feels like that about the right time frame yeah yeah, I, I, I remember when I was uh, selected as Scoutmaster, and that's not another podcast subject, but it's probably for a couple of beers uh, would help. But uh, the first person I called, actually, I told my family, obviously, uh, but the first person I called was my Scoutmaster when I was growing up. And you know, that was, at that point, uh, 30 years before. And uh, it was nice to talk to him and, and, and chatted, but... I was reminded, and I tell people that I remember my scoutmaster for when I was a scout, and your kids will remember their scoutmasters. So make that count, and you don't realize what kind of legacy you're leaving, leading until you're kind of in that position yourself. So, hmm. it, you know, it's interesting, Jay. Jeff and I were having a conversation a few weeks ago, and and I said something kind of off the cuff that I know, Jeff, I know it resonated with you pretty deeply. Um, and it was, why do, why do we keep doing this? Why do we keep scouting? And for me, um, I mean, my, my son is a life scout. He, I could walk away from scouting immediately right now. He'll, he'll take this the rest of the way. He's, he's engaged. He doesn't need me pushing him up the hill anymore. Um, but at this point, I do what I do as an adult leader, um, still for him and still for the other boys in the troop, 
but part of it is that I want to set the example both to him and to my daughter that being an adult leader of youth and helping them to learn is an important thing for them to think about as they grow older. I'm, I'm kind of done teaching him how to be a scout. He, he teaches me more than I can teach him, but I want to teach them right. how important it is to be a scouter. Yeah, and I think when you said that, mm-hmm. yeah, and it did hit me, it it struck me uh, deep, some deeper chord. I think when you said it, you said something about you also do this for what your grandkids or maybe your grandkids, right? So you can show your kids how they can maybe be a better uh, an, a better adult, right? And uh, it it didn't occur to me that you know, it's this multi-generational type of thing and standing on the shoulders of giants and all of these people that came before us and uh, our kids and, and the other youth in the community, the other scouts, scouts we don't even know uh, will look at us right or wrong as examples, right? And, you know, there's many metaphors for that in life, uh, you know, ripple in a pond and paying it forward and all of those, you know, that's a whole, probably a whole nother cat, uh, you know, podcast about sure. Sharing it down the line. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I kind of try to sum up my role and, and, you know, trying to the teams that I try to build in scouting is that, you know, can we make a difference and can we make a difference to one scout or many scouts? Uh, But we also have different constituencies. Can we make a difference to the adult, leaders that we work with and, and serve also. And, and, and I mean, that's the epitome of, of servant leadership. And if we're able to make a difference, then I'm not sure anything else matters. And Jay, Jay, I've heard you say that you, someone asked you at one point, why do you scout? And you, you said, it's mostly a quote. You paused thoughtfully, like you all always do. And you give it a beat where people think about it and say, okay, I'm now I'm ready for the wisdom to come from Jay. And you said, you said, <laughs> you said, it, it's true. It's hey, for those of you that know Jay, it's absolutely true. So you said, because I think I can still make a difference. Quote, end quote. And that, that was magical. That's why you guys are awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I, I, and I guess conversely is when I don't think it's making a difference anymore than it's time to step aside and let somebody else give that a try. And that's okay, too. Uh, but from a selfish standpoint, I have a good time. Um, and part of it's making a difference, but it also makes a difference for me. And, you know, I'm happy to continue doing it. Very, very true. It, if it wasn't fun, we always talk about program. And if it's, if it's not fun for the youth, they're not going to come back. As adults... Uh, we have to find value in this on a personal level. We have to take something away from it. Uh, I, I think that's very, very important. I, I would never want to be, you know, I don't know, a, a soccer coach. Uh, it, it would, I would be so bad at it. I would hate every moment of it. This resonates with me as something that, that feels good, feels right. And you meet great people. Yeah, or me. Or, or you meet great people, or you meet Jeff. Or <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Jeff. Or to, so to defend the the ten percent of the the listeners that are soccer coaches, um, soccer coach is a great <laughs> outlet, and some people are very good at that. And you got to do what's yeah. what you're good at, 
And if you know, maybe in Greg's case, that you wouldn't be a good soccer coach, and, that's and okay. I, I, co- I, I help with some youth <laughs> sports coaching, and it it's it's it is it is great, but it's different. It is different, and and uh, for you know all of the reasons, and you know one of these podcasts will do maybe do a, you know how do we energize new cub parents on why they should get involved mm, in scouting, yeah. and and one of the things that I do is I talk about the difference between being engaged with your son or, or your daughter as a parent, as a sports coach, or as a scout leader. And those are very different worlds. So Greg, what do we, so mm. why are people going to keep listening to this? For, for our, our sparkling witticisms and engaging personalities, of course. Let me write that yeah. down, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> why, why? In case we got to remember it, later. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know as, as i said at the start we are we're here really the three of us with three different but similar perspectives on scouting to share ideas to kind of talk through what we've seen work what we've seen not work and you know we would love to have folks listen to us and in particular give us feedback feedback is a gift as we well know and I, we haven't quite figured out the distribution here yet, but this should be out on iTunes, those types of things. So give us some reviews, put some notes in there. Would you like to hear guests? We have a host of fellow scouters who I'm sure would love to be on microphone. And um, we might let one or two of them in. I don't know. Well, I think we, we, we did a rough count. We got about 30 people that want to talk and share their, well, whatever they're going to share, I guess. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. you can you know how to edit them out or edit them as needed, right? Oh, of course, of course, okay. of right. course. And there's a fee. There's a fee to be a guest on the program. Oh, nice, um, good, yeah. good. It and, all goes to it all goes to friends of scouting. Brave. It's all friends of scouting related, but, <laughs> right, exactly. but there will be a fee for them to speak with us. If we're very brave, I would make a suggestion we might even try a video version of this, but we got to be very brave to do that. And a lot of makeup. I, you know, as I as I shared with the guys earlier today, this being week four of, of being in my house, I cut my own hair yesterday. It needs to grow out before I'm willing to do a video anything at all. <laughs> well, I'm the reverse. I've got to get a haircut somewhere in here. So maybe, maybe video is not such a good idea mm. for a while. <laughs> you know what? We'll post pictures of ourselves and let the listeners decide if they want to see video. Um, that may no, be the, the fairest no, way to go. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we you know we just vote done. That's don't no. You don't give people a choice. Come on, they they would never yeah. want to see that. And then I have I, my my feeling would be hurt. Plus, I'd have to clean up my office if we're going to do that. So I'm not sure that's uh, that's probably harder to do than anything else. I don't know. It looks like it's a whole bunch of uh, scouting awards there, Jay. It's a pretty impressive. A lot look. of a whole bunch of scouting awards. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's in the basement. My wife doesn't allow it above the. Uh, Upstairs area. Yeah. Well, this is going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, sharing conversations with the two of you, as well as some of the amazing, uh, amazing, amazing scouters. And, uh, and uh, what about youth? Are we going to are we going to interview you know senior patrol leaders, or are we going to bring the youth in this? I, I think we absolutely should. They are the heart of the program. They're the ones who. You know, they, they lead and we support. So we should absolutely get some senior patrol leaders, um, other roles as well. Let's let's get the youth on here. You know what we should do? We, we should do a reaction kind of a thing, right? Because those are very popular. So we should have a scout master talk about 
what they think is the ideal meeting. And then we should have a youth react to that on the side, right? We should do, do, do that. That would be fantastic. And the youth should point out why all of those would be bad meetings. That's another episode. I love that. That would be great. Mm, that yeah. would be fun. Yep, definitely. And then a couple definitely. of cubs planning a pack meeting. Oh, that I want to hear. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So sure. our intent is to put episodes out on a weekly, I'm going to say a weekly-ish basis, because until we get our sea legs under us, I'm not going to make any promises. But look for us on iTunes. The Practical Scouter is what we're going by. And uh, again, uh, review us on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your patrols. Tell your troops and your packs and your crews. And uh, let's uh, let's get something started here.